the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt is sponsored by the Marquardt Law Firm and does not attempt to solve your individual legal problems upon the basis of information contained herein. Instead, contact an attorney to discuss the specific facts and circumstances of your unique situation. The views and opinions of this program do not reflect the views of the Salem Media Group. It's time for Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Todd Marquardt, attorney at law in Texas. If you're a millionaire or a thousandaire, Talk Law Radio is now on the air. Call in with your business law question, your elder law question, veteran aid, Medicaid, build a business to get paid. 210-308-8867. Or ask a question online at marquardtlawfirm.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-D-T, lawfirm.com. And now, it's Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Good evening. I'm Todd Marquardt on Talk Law Radio. This is the special bonus edition. Listen to Talk Law Radio also on Saturdays at 11 o'clock in the morning on KLUP 930 AM The Answer. Also on Facebook Live, YouTube, and uh, that's where we will help you discover your legal issue blind spots by listening to me. Talk about the law on the on the radio. Remember to tell your friends to listen to Talk Law Radio so that they are as informed as you are. Today we're going to be talking about Section 3 of the 14th Amendment to the United States Constitution and how the Colorado Supreme Court interprets it. We'll be talking about the estate of Jerry Lee Lewis and the lessons that we can learn from him and we'll be talking about Netflix versus Babin. Hopefully you'll learn some additional detail about the case uh, to keep Donald Trump off of the Colorado ballot, learn some estate planning from Jerry Lee Lewis, and find out what controversy about cuties is going on. And I don't mean the tiny oranges. Now it's time to discover your legal issue blind spots by listening to me talk about the law on the radio. And we'll start with Anderson versus Griswold, which is the court case that was recently decided by the Colorado Supreme Court about whether Donald J. Trump should appear on the Colorado ballot for the Republican primary. So this was decided December 19th, 2023. The plaintiffs were some Republican primary voters, and the defendant was the Secretary of State for the state of Colorado. And the question is whether former President Trump is ineligible or disqualified to run for President of the United States because of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment to the United States Constitution. Section 3 says, No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, 
under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislature or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. That's the section that's at issue uh, that the Colorado Supreme Court decided on recently. Specifically, the plaintiffs were Norma Anderson, Michelle Priola, Claudine, Marta, Krista, Kafer, Kathy Wright, Christopher, Castilian. The defendant was Jenna Griswold in her official capacity as Colorado Secretary of State and the Colorado Republican State Central Committee intervened, which means they weren't named as a party, but they, it, the, case, the outcome of the case affects them, so they joined into the lawsuit, as well as Donald J. Trump. So the electors, that's who these plaintiffs are known as because they're uh, eligible to vote, and I guess they would be the some of the people, at least, who would be voting in the primary and electing uh, the, some Republican candidate to be the, the candidate for the Republican Party. They filed the petition asking the court to prohibit the Colorado Secretary of State from placing President Trump's name on the ballot. So the trial court found this is interesting. So listen up. The trial court found that President J. Trump, Donald J. Trump, did participate in an insurrection, but found that the Section 3 of the 14th Amendment did not apply to the President of the United States. And so these electors appealed. There was a five-day trial before the appeal, and in that in that trial court case, the election code allowed the electors to challenge uh, the President Trump's status as a qualified candidate. And so, this um, the Supreme Court heard this case after the trial court and found that Congress does not need to pass implementing legislation for Section 3's disqualification provision to attach, and Section 3 is, in that sense, self-executing. So the Supreme, the Colorado Supreme Court had seven justices. Uh, four voted to find that this section does apply to President Trump and that he uh, engaged in insurrection. And three of those members of the Colorado Supreme Court voted no. And this issue of whether the Section 3 is self-executing is something that those other three justices disputed. I know that's a technical. Just wanted you to know that it was a 4-3 to three vote on that Colorado Supreme Court. The 
the Colorado Supreme Court found that a judicial review of President Trump's eligibility for office under Section 3 is not precluded by the political question doctrine. The court also found Section 3 encompasses the office of the presidency and someone who has taken an oath as president. The court found the district court did not abuse its discretion in admitting portions of Congress's January 6th report into evidence at trial. And the district court did not commit error in concluding that the events at the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, constituted an insurrection, which got me thinking. And so I wanted to just find out, well, what does the dictionary say about these words? So I looked up insurrection, and I think this is from the Oxford Dictionary, says, a violent uprising against an authority or government, an act or instance of revolting against civil authority, or an established government. Uh, So then I looked up the definition of rebellion, an act of violent or open resistance to an established government or ruler. And I wasn't there on January 6th in Washington, D.C., thank God. Uh, But I have seen images and and videos of it on, on YouTube and on TV and on the news, I did not read the trial court's opinion, and so I'm just wondering if all of that counts as insurrection or whether it could just be a protest. So I looked up the definition of protest. A statement or action expressing disapproval of or objection to something. And so I wonder where the line is where a protest can cross over into insurrection or rebellion. Maybe you have the answer. If you if you have the answer, email me at host at talklawradio.com. That's H-O-S-T at talklawradio.com. I'm talking about the decision of the Colorado Supreme Court to keep former President Trump off the ballot for the Republican primary because of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment to the United States Constitution. So this case was sort of technical, and um, I just wanted you to know something about it. And uh, I'm going to move on to another topic, but I, I think that the news was just glossing over the reasons and the strength of the arguments. And and so I think that we're going to hear more about that. There's a push to have the United States Supreme Court review what the Colorado Supreme Court decided, and so we'll see how that pans out. Next, I'd like to talk about Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis was... uh, a singer that I listened to when I was a kid, even though uh, he was not of my generation. I, I My mom listened to his music, and so I, I listened when she listened. And um, I was interested in his, his life story. Uh, the movie came out sometime when I was a young man, 
And so when I when I found out he passed away in 2022 at the age of 87, I became interested um, in his estate. So the the problem in his estate was that he wanted to protect his ranch, and so he gave it to a, a relative. He deeded it over to the relative, and the relative did another deed, a life estate deed, that said Jerry Lee Lewis can live at this ranch for the rest of his life, and then it reverts back to this cousin that he gave it to. And the problem with that was that Jerry Lee Lewis's will gave it to uh, one or more of his children. I don't remember. But the, the point is that the will was different than this life estate deed. And so the one that's later in time, well, the life estate deed um, sort of bypasses the will because it, it's self-executing and it doesn't require going through the probate process. And so the, the will doesn't control the disposition of that property upon Jerry Lee Lewis's death. And his his children, specifically... Jerry Lee Lewis III, I think, was upset because he was supposed to get the property. And so he thought, well, there's got to be a mistake here somewhere. And that's where a lot of will contests are born out of confusion. People wonder whether something wrong was done just because it doesn't make sense. So what Jerry Lee Lewis should have done is updated his will to say the same thing as this life estate deed so that there weren't two different legal documents saying two different things. It could be it would be better to have two different legal documents saying the same thing so that people aren't confused about which one's correct. So he passed away in October 2022. He died in his home near Memphis at the age of 87. He was known for his rock song, Great Balls of Fire. It's a fun song to sing along to. He was survived by Judith Coglin Lewis, his seventh wife. He had six children. Four of his children are alive, Jerry Lee Lewis III, Ronnie Lewis, Phoebe Lewis, and Lori Lancaster. So that's the story of Jerry Lee Lewis, and and the lesson that we can learn is to make sure that your deeds and wills and trusts and everything are all the same or that they fit together. There's another case I want to talk about um that's about cuties not the little oranges that they sell at the the grocery store that are delicious and easy to peel this was a, a show on Netflix that I never even knew about and you probably don't know about it either um I found out about it because the the controversy over cuties is between 
uh, district attorney in Tyler, Texas, versus Netflix. So if I don't, I don't know whether you want to watch this show on Netflix or not. I'm, I'm not going to watch it. But there was a this cuties series or show, whatever it is, um, is is a show that started in France. It's a story about an 11 year old girl named Amy who wants to perform at a dance competition with her friends. And the the summary says the film presents, quote, an unflinching view, end quote, of Amy and her dance team, which I guess are known as the cuties, preparing for competition, and the underlying storyline is about Amy attempting to navigate between the conservative culture of her devoutly Muslim family and the provocative culture of modern dance. And so the the plaintiff initially was the state of Texas against Netflix, and uh, Lucas Babin was the district attorney for Tyler, Texas, and, and brought these criminal charges or... or Actually, there was a grand jury that that brought in an indictment against Netflix. So Netflix was charged for advertising and promoting child pornography based on its streaming of Cuties, a controversial film starring preteen girls who participate in a dance competition. Netflix sought from a trial court... um, and successfully obtained a a preliminary injunction against Lucas Babin, the uh, prosecutor. And Babin appealed, arguing that uh, the district court clearly erred in finding its bad faith and abused its discretion by declining to abstain. So here's what happened. Um, Babin brought the indictment against... Netflix and Netflix filed a motion to dismiss and um there and then went to the federal district court and asked the the federal district court to stop Lucas Babin from prosecuting him under a theory of uh bad faith prosecution prosecution. So Babin appealed from that federal district court case and under this this theory of that federal courts should not intervene in state court activities. So this is why Babin brought a lawsuit against Netflix. He believed that some scenes in that Cuties film amounted to obscenity and charged Netflix with the promotion of lewd visual material depicting a child, which is uh, Section 43.262 of the Texas Penal Code. There was a, a court case in an unrelated matter 
that suggested that Section 43.262, the Texas Penal Code, was unconstitutional. And so Lucas Babin dropped the charges under that theory and got another indictment from a grand jury against Netflix under Section 43.25 of the Texas Penal Code, which prohibits sexual conduct by a child younger than 18 years of age. And so the, the, the district court found that Lucas Babin had been uh, prosecuting Netflix unfairly. Here's something more interesting than probably this this lawsuit. With, with another reason that this probably got some press. Well, the Del- Dallas Observer reported that District Attorney Lucas Babin was many years before that in that movie School of Rock with Jack Black. So you might have to, over over your holiday, watch that movie again and see if you can find Lucas Babin in that movie. Well, I'll give you a hint on where to look. He played a guitar player named Spider in that movie. And what's interesting also is that Lucas Babin had a whole acting career and modeling career before he went to law school and became an attorney. So that's just interesting to me. That's why I brought it up to you. And I, I like to bring interesting law and court cases to your attention because I I think that the mainstream media, they all talk about the same thing. And so I want to talk about some different things that you might be interested in that that interested me. And that's why you listen to Talk Law Radio on 930 AM The Answer. Podcasts everywhere, Facebook, YouTube, and you can let me know what you're interested in listening to. Uh, if there's some laws that are causing you some stomach problems or some anxiety, email me at host at talklawradio.com. That's H-O-S-T at talklawradio.com. And I'll see if I can make a show to answer your questions. Of course, I can't give anybody specific legal advice over the radio because we don't have enough time to get all the information that we need, but we can talk about what the legal principles are in, that are involved. And uh, maybe you can pass this on to your friends and family. Uh, do me a favor, go to YouTube, search for Talk Law Radio, find the Lady Justice and the red, white, and blue logo, and click the link that says subscribe. I'm trying to get 1,000 YouTube subscribers so that I can stream live on YouTube. YouTube has lots of rules and regulations and policies and procedures that are more strict than Facebook. And that's one of the conditions that I need to meet in order to stream live on YouTube. I have to have 1,000 subscribers. 
And I know that I have 1,000 listeners. I probably have 10, 20, 30, 40,000 listeners. I just need for you to, uh, before you get out of the car or before you turn off the radio, go on your smartphone or your personal computer and go to the YouTube website and search for Talk Law Radio and click subscribe. Okay, well, I hope you learned something about the Colorado Supreme Court and their effort to keep President Trump off the ballot. Whether you want him on the ballot or not, I, I, I think that's a different story. I just want to talk about the law. I hope you learned something about estate planning from Jerry Lee Lewis. I hope you learned that if you have piecemeal planning, like from a deed or a transfer on death or a beneficiary designation, that all of those things should be mentioned in a last will and testament or in a living trust so that everything is coordinated, everything seems to fit together so that none of your beneficiaries become confused about why things are different. And I hope that you were somewhat entertained by the fact that the district attorney, Lucas Babin, in Tyler, Texas, played a person named Spider, a guitar player, in the movie School of Rock with Jack Black, and his effort to uh, prosecute Netflix. Um, I don't recommend watching that show. I don't want to have anything to do with child pornography or lewd uh, movies, so you'll just have to take my word for it. That's it for today. Thank you for listening to Talk Law Radio. I'll talk to you later. Are you looking for reliable tax services? Look no further than Hector Signs with Liberty Tax Services, our valued sponsor here at Talk Law Radio. With years of expertise and dedication to excellence, Hector Signs ensures your taxes are in safe hands. Whether it's individual or business taxes, trust Hector Signs and Liberty Tax Services for thorough, accurate, and efficient tax solutions. Call Hector Signs at 210-764-5648. That's 210-764-5648 for all your your tax needs. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.